the twenty-fourth day of the month. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 26-27 Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. Hebrews 10, verses 24-25 Today's theme is life in community. As it takes an entire village to raise a child, so also it takes an entire congregation to nurture a Christian. God has created human beings in an interlocking system of relationships, apart from which we cannot flourish. The church is a gift from God in order that we may be provided with a community of faith in which to grow. In the process, this community holds us accountable and encourages us in our spiritual journey. Regular participation in the life of a congregation is intended to be mutually beneficial. As others spur us on, so we also spur others on. We are initiated into this community at baptism. Even death does not separate us from it, but rather translates us into another form of it. So that Charles Wesley could write, One family we dwell in God, one church above, beneath, though now divided by the stream, the narrow stream of death. What do you cherish most about your life in a Christian congregation? What do you think are your major contributions to others in the congregation? Opening Prayer O God of hosts, you are never alone. Even when you seem to us to be solitary in your splendor, you yourself live within the community of your triune being. As you are never alone, so you provide that we shall not be alone. Increase our appreciation for your gift of the church, imperfect though it is because of our many faults. By the unifying power of the Holy Spirit, visit us and bind us together as those who know themselves to be your people. Through Jesus Christ, whose promises we trust. Amen. Psalm 115, verses 9 through 18. But you, O Israel, put your trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. Clan of Aaron, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. You who fear God, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. O God, remember us and bless us. Bless the families of Israel and Aaron, and let God bless all who fear God. Bless the small Bless the great. O oh, let God enlarge your families, giving growth to you, growth to your children. May you be blessed by God, by God who made heaven and earth. The heaven of heavens is for God, but he put us in charge of the earth. Dead people can't praise God. Not a word to be heard from those buried in the ground. But we bless God. Oh, yes, we bless him now. We bless him always. Hallelujah. From the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verses 2 through 15. The whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The sons of Israel said to them, Would that we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, 
I'll rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my instruction. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So Moses and Aaron said to all the sons of Israel, At evening you will know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your grumblings against the Lord. And what are we that you grumble against us? Moses said, This will happen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and bread to the full in the morning. For the Lord hears your grumblings, which you grumble against him. And what are we? Your grumblings are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your grumblings. It came about, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the sons of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the grumblings of the sons of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it came about at evening that the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface of the wilderness there was a fine flake-like thing, fine as the frost on the ground. When the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, It is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. From the letter to the Philippians, chapter 1, verses 21 through 30. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I am to live on in the flesh, this will mean fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which to choose. But I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to part and be with Christ, for that is very much better. Yet to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that your proud confidence in me may abound in Christ Jesus through my coming to you again. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and no way alarmed by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction for them, but of salvation for you, and that too from God. For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake experiencing the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here to be in me. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into his vineyard, and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to those he said, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. And so they went. Again he went about the sixth and the ninth hour and did the same thing. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day long? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You Go into the vineyard too. 
When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last group to the first. When those hired about the eleventh hour came, each one received a denarius. When those hired first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they grumbled at the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the scorching heat of the day. But he answered and said to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go. But I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with what is my own? Or is your eye envious because I am generous? So the last shall be first and the first last. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A Prayer for Hypochondriacs by Christy Crutchfield from the Book of Uncommon Prayer. O Lord, for those who examine every sniffle, for those who chew their lips raw at every mole and freckle, for those with convenient allergies who feel vertigo before cleaning the house, who mask body hate under lactose intolerance, we pray, and for those who are truly sick but theatrically. Lord, forgive those who contract the flu from their flu shots and those who have uprooted their families in pursuit of a dander-free state. For though they are deceitful, they are only deceiving themselves and they suffer greatly enough for this sin. And for their doctors, Lord, who must explain hysterical pregnancy, who must prescribe aspirin, who must prescribe a trip to the bathroom, send your blessing. Look down on those who have removed gallbladders when all tests turn up empty, for they would otherwise be called quacks, otherwise lose their patience to countless second opinions, for they must remember the times they got it wrong. A dismissed nothing turned to celiac. Grant them guidance, O Lord, and confidence in their diagnoses. Lord God, who sent your only Son to heal us all, he who made the blind see and the lame walk, who took his vacation with lepers and spent his working hours with tax collectors and women, who surely have their own diseases, bless us with a patience only one who is crucified can understand. Grant us patience with our roommates and napping family members, those who cannot come dancing because their bodies are swelling, though the answer to how are you is always too honest, Help us to continue asking. Help us to learn when to nod and when to say that's awful instead of catching them in a lie. For we too have experienced illness, a mother shut away from cancer, sickness the only real way to know her. For we too had scoliosis surgery as children and the back brace, though cause for teasing was our first taste of attention, our first understanding of what it is to be special, our greatest fear Though we try to trust in your salvation is our mortality, and we too feel it in our every stumble and cough. Lord, 
You sent your only Son to heal us from the sickness of sin, however imaginary, and in your holy name we pray. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.